This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. We have had so many hurries as conservatives and as freedom-loving people. In the last few days, it's kind of overwhelming, and, and you you maybe might forget some of them. For instance, a, a judge overturning the mask mandate on public transportation. That was gigantic. It's gigantic. I mean, it, it could be overturned again. Who the hell knows? But that was a really big deal for uh, individual liberty, personal freedom. If you want to wear a stupid mask, you can wear a stupid mask. Isn't it crazy? Isn't that nothing? Here, this is exactly the same argument that the left is using against conservatives being able to express themselves on uh, Twitter now. They said, uh, you know, you can wear a mask if you want to. It's perfectly fine. All I'm asking is that I get a choice whether I want to wear a mask or not. Kind of the same dynamic going on with Twitter. All I'm asking, I'm not asking you to get off the, uh, the platform at all. All I'm asking is that I don't get shut down for having conservative thought. See how that works? Normally, a rational human being would go, well, that's okay. Then I'll wear my mask. And you don't wear your mask because I support your right to choose. Well, it's only your right to choose if you want to murder the baby in your stomach. You know, but other than that, you know, not technically in your stomach, but in a bag of water behind a fleshy wall in your abdomen. But uh, th- there's that dynamic going on, and it is amazing how it is getting its teeth kicked in this week. That, that whole dynamic of uh, I, I'm going to have my way, my thing's my way, I'm gonna, you're going to wear a mask whether you like it or not, you're going to get a vaccine passport whether you like it or not. Uh, you are not going to be able to post on Twitter because you are a conservative. You're going to like that way or not. This is the ultimate kind of manifestation of what I like to call the candy aisle kids. Candy aisle kids are the uh, millennials largely. And when I was a kid, see, there was uh, you'd go to the grocery store and you'd go through the grocery aisle and everybody check out and all of the registers had the same stuff. They had a bunch of candy, a bunch of tabloid magazines. And then they decided that uh, because some parents weren't able to tell their kids no, they created these non-candy aisles. If you just make it disappear like it never existed, then they won't uh, beg for candy and throw a tantrum on the floor and make you look like an idiot. And so I call these kids, these are parents who, uh, who, say, who never said no to their kids. They're candy aisle kids, and they're in charge of academia, and they were in charge of Twitter until now. And they've been in charge of a lot of things. They've been, you know, they, they, they tried to take over charge of uh, Netflix by having Dave Chappelle kicked off because the candy owl kids <laughs> threw a tantrum and called him transphobic. Not transphobic. He's a comedian. If Dave Chappelle welcomes you in the fold and finds you worthy of being made fun of, you should consider it an honor that you're important enough to be made fun of by the brilliant Dave Chappelle. But man, the candy aisle kids are throwing a fit. We can't have it. And then, you know, the candy aisle kids are pitching a fit because CNN Plus got canceled. You know why CNN Plus got canceled? Because it sucked. It's a terrible product. Uh, and it is the spawn of a terrible product. Rumor has it that um, 
Jeff Zucker and Chris Wallace, that was their uh, love child. That's just, I mean, it's a rumor. It hasn't been confirmed. We're still waiting on DNA test results. They actually got him when uh, Chris Wallace fell asleep on, uh, on the set the other day, leaned his head back, and somebody swabbed the inside of his mouth before he woke up. So we're still waiting to find out if, in fact, CNN Plus is the, uh, the love child of Jeff Zucker and, uh, and Chris Wallace. And I'm sorry to have put that image in your head. Just let me just say, I'm, I'm sorry to have put that image. It's like Homer Simpson with Grandpa Simpson. You know, just, nah, mm, burn, ah, mm, not or Mr. Burns. Yeah, Homer Simpson with Mr. Burns. It's kind of like Jeff Zucker and, uh, and Chris Wallace. That said, before we dive into all of the audio and all of the glory that is uh, Twitter being taken over by Elon Musk and both sides of the political equation being able to once again exp themselves uh, and, and what I consider to be the, the biggest story for free speech that the world has seen since the fall of the Berlin Wall. I'm absolutely serious. I know you're thinking, it's just Twitter. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Twitter was used for a lot of things, uh, silencing dissent, calling dissent, disinformation, and uh, essentially throwing an election. That's pretty big. It's pretty big. But I do have some good news for Democrats. I have got some good news for Democrats. A lot of Democrats have a conundrum because they have to uh, decide whether they want a feeble old Joe Biden who clearly is cognitively gigantically impaired staying in the, in the White House or him leaving the office of president and Kamala Harris becoming the president of the United States. And it's not a pretty picture either way. And, and you could admit it, Democrats, both of them suck as options. They really, I mean, I know you didn't vote for uh, Joe Biden to the tune of 81 million people. And, and I know the dead people who voted for Joe Biden aren't listening right now. So just between you and me, I understand your frustration. But here is the positive. There is somebody polling higher than both of them if you were going to be primarying someone as a presidential candidate as a Democrat in 2024. Do you know who that person is? I'm not sure what the first name is, but the last name is not sure. Not sure. Yeah, not sure. The option, not sure, uh, beats Biden and Kamala in uh, who voters would want to see as Democrat <laughs> to run for president in 2024. <laughs> I swear to God, I, I should change my name to Rob Notcher. Hello, I'm uh, Rob Insure. Insure. That makes me sound old. But anyway, not sure it has been presented. A new poll released Monday showed that most voters are not sure when it comes to Democrats they want to see in 2024. <laughs> of the 981 resident, registered voters surveyed, 19% said they want to see Joe Biden run for re-election. 7% said they wanted to see Kamala Harris. And 28% are supporting not sure. There you go. This uh, poll was put together by Issues and Insights TIPP, T-I-P-P poll, released Monday. And they certainly don't want to see uh, Biden run for president. They really don't want to see Kamala Harris, but not sure is out in the lead. It almost sounds kind of like a, a horse race, right? I mean, not sure is in third, Biden is in first, Kamala Harris on the second. And it looks like Biden is starting to wander off toward the, uh, the infield of the racetrack as Kamala Harris takes over and then immediately trips over a sentence and not sure takes the lead. That kind of thing. <laughs> the dire poll for Biden and his number two and his number two. 
is number two. He has those in his pants. Comes as they continue to show dismal approval ratings. Biden sits at around an average of 40% approval, some dipping into the 30s. Says high 30s. No, it's been in the low 30s, like 33. New poll, uh, yeah, it looks like uh, people would rather have not sure than uh, than Joe Biden. I always call uh, Joe Biden insure, and uh, as in E-N-S-U-R-E, that shake you take when you get older. And uh, and then not sure would be his running mate. <laughs> that could be perfect. Okay. So let's talk about uh, Twitter. And, and this is deeply personal for me because I was... And have been shadow banned. I have been shadow banned by not only Facebook and Twitter, and you've heard the story that on November the 3rd or 4th, the day after the election, 2020, I go in to my office just to sign on the computer. I go to my Facebook account, which had grown exponentially, gigantically, hundreds of thousands of followers. And on November the 4th, before I could post anything, my page was gone. Didn't exist anymore. No results. I put in the search results. Page not found. They made it go away. Just in time for the day after the election, after Mark Zuckerberg had invested $420 million of his own money to throw elections in battleground states with unmanned ballot boxes uh, and all sorts of other election chicanery. That's what I found out on November the 4th. It was heartbreaking. In 2018, I was part of a 29-page, 19-million-follower network of conservative pages on Facebook that had hosts hosting their own TV shows, their own video podcasts. On October 30th of 2018, all of them went away. Facebook made them go away. They offered no recourse. There was no ability to sue Facebook, the money was gone, the followers were gone, and they were gone. And gone was the $250,000 that my boss, who had put together those pages and paid for the reach, it just disappeared. It went away forever. They never got a refund for taking their pages away, not a damned dime. And so when I see what happened yesterday to Twitter with Elon Musk taking over, it is deeply, deeply personal for me. And I, if you've noticed my social media posts, they have gone from uh, uh, somewhat conciliatory to in your face, bleep you, you wretched, awful Marxists who supported Facebook and Twitter and banned conservatives. So I've had a little bit of that going on. That said, I've got uh, plenty of audio to get to the left's overreaction. Brian Stelter's idiotic uh, thoughts about it last night, not a big surprise. Uh, and the other victories we've had in the last two weeks that you may or may not be aware of, including no more masks, at least for now. Hunter Biden desperately insisted that his brother's widow, Hallie Biden, get screened for HIV as their torrid affair cooled off in the summer of 2018. <laughs> you know, there's nothing like, uh, you know, having your husband pass away. And along comes a crack-addicted whoremonger who, you know, is a loser his entire life and likes to, you know, impregnate strippers. And you look at him and you go, hey, he's quite a catch. I want to sleep with him. Uh, yeah, yeah, Biden implored Hallie to get tested for HIV in an email sent to Bo Biden's widow on January 27, 2018. HIV, it's the gift that keeps on giving. About a month before he fathered an out-of-wedlock child with former stripper London Roberts. 
Makes you wonder what all the ex-strippers do, honestly. Who, you're, you're at Starbucks. What do ex-strippers do? I mean, honestly, what do they do? You suppose that maybe in middle age their kids say, Mom, what did you do when you were in 20s trying to get you through self through college? Well, you know that gentleman's club down there on Highway 69? Yeah, my name was Nikki. So anyway, Hunter said, you need to inform me of the result. Uh, he said, I- I'm getting tested today. I've been sick, scared. Hallie and you uh, would hang up on me. There you go. So... Um, Hunter wrote, uh, the love you guys give is so disturbing. You need to get tested for HIV, Hallie. That's pretty cool. That's, that is a, that's just a great family there. That is a, just a wonderful family. Just Can you even imagine the Thanksgivings at the Biden household? All right, so we're going to get into the, uh, the buyout of Twitter by Elon Musk, a gigantic day for free speech in the world. Allowing conservatives to once again be able to express their opinions while not taking anyone else's opinion off. Just basically even things out so some people can be included rather than excluded like they have been since Twitter's inception. Here's Nora O'Donnell on CBS Evening News. Tonight, the world's richest man, Elon Musk, is set to control one of the most influential social media platforms. And both lawmakers and Wall Street are waiting to see what happens next. The Tesla and SpaceX CEO is worth $268 billion, and now he'll take Twitter private. The outspoken billionaire says the platform isn't living up to its potential as a place for free speech. Some are celebrating the deal. Others are concerned a hands-off approach to content will make Twitter a haven for disinformation and hate speech. Ah, there you go. See, there's the seed. Anything that you uh, espouse that is conservative is disinformation or hate speech. That's what this is all about. Hate speech is already banned on Twitter. You cannot, you know, you call somebody the N-word on Twitter. You cannot uh, say you're going to burn down the Capitol like Madonna said she was going to do a couple years ago. That already exists. But if you are conservative, anything that you espouse is either hate speech or disinformation. Bully critics and reporters who have written articles about him or his companies. The network has nearly 400 million users. Someone not on Twitter? Donald Trump. A little over a year. That's their biggest fear Ever, but now that Donald Trump says he's not going to rejoin Twitter, they are uh, switching their uh, their target to conservatism in general. A year ago, the former president was banned from the site, but even with new ownership, Trump told Fox News he will not rejoin and instead stick with his own social media platform. All right, here's another. Uh, this is really funny. This is actually from uh, MSNBC, and it says that uh, uh, the safety of women and people in uh, uh, and people of color is in jeopardy because of Elon Musk buying Twitter. Breaking news just in the last couple of minutes from the tech world with Elon Musk, the world's richest guy, agreeing to buy Twitter. This estimated forty-four billion dollar deal. That'll make the social media megaphone a private company. Remember, this is a very controversial, polarizing owner of Twitter. A lot of the individuals and Meanwhile, Jeff Bezos owning the Washington Post is not a big deal at all. That we've been speaking to in recent weeks say they're really concerned about safety and violence and threats, especially against. See, this is what they did. This is what they pivoted to on campuses when racism, the call of racism, began to fall on deaf ears. They said that, oh no, that speech is dangerous. That speech is dangerous. It's going to be used as a Weapon, weapon, words are weapons, but only conservative words. Women and people of color on Twitter. Uh, several people I've spoken to today already saying no. Several people have told her. 
That's a big news story. Several of her sycophantic friends that she sits around with have told her it's a bad thing. Violence and threats, especially against women yeah. and people of color on Twitter. Uh, several people I've spoken to. Okay, women, I just maybe we should have women move to the front of the line. Uh, 800-922-6680. Women and people of color, do you feel that Elon Musk buying Twitter is going to actually uh, endanger you? Endanger you? I should call my wife. I'm married to a woman. Kind of weird. Today, already saying no. They don't trust safety and the, you know, good. This is a monstrous, terrible, putrid lie. ...of Twitter if Elon Musk is the owner. Unbelievable. That's that sort of crap. See, this is the sort of propaganda that Twitter has been able to get away with for a very long time. Uh, absolutely um, never challenged until now. Man, it really sucks to be you. I mean, it really does suck to be you if you are a, uh, a Democrat. It really sucks to be you if you are a liberal uh, uh, speech um, censor. It, it, it just it sucks to be you today. And I hope it continues to suck being you for a while because we are uh, curb stomping you with regard to Twitter, with regard to Title 42, with regard to mass mandates, with regard to CNN Plus, with regard to Virginia elections. I can go on and on. The left is getting curb stomped. And they're doing their level best to shut down in any way in their last dying gasps, the last dying gasps of the class of 1968. And they will do anything they can to maintain relevancy and they will call you anything in the world. And there's even rumors that they're telling uh, people at Twitter, do not sabotage uh, the software, do not do not uh, try to bring down the company before Elon Musk takes over. That's what the left does. Here is Brian Stelter of CNN. Uh, CNN Plus, he soon will be in the unemployment line because he's unemployable and he knows nothing and he's awful. And here he is talking about uh, Twitter and he used a party analogy. Would you go to a party if Twitter were hosting uh, with Elon Musk as the president? Look, who knows? I, I think that's, a, a, that's, a, that's a, an example of a broader question for Twitter, which is if you, uh, if you get invited to something where there are no rules, where there is total freedom uh, for, for everybody. Do you actually want to go to that party? Or are you going to decide to stay home? And what the hell does that mean? What an idiotic, childlike, pointless analogy. If you were going to a party where everybody could do anything, would you want to go? Or would you rather sit with your leftist friends and call Trump names? That's a question for Twitter users. Some Twitter users might love the idea that there's going to be absolutely no moderation and no rules at all. Others might oh, there will be moderation, you idiot. And there will be rules, you idiot. One of the rules will be uh, hate speech. I mean, legitimate hate speech, like somebody saying, I really hate Jewish people, you know, or whatever. There will be moderation, dear God in heaven, but instead of censoring conservative thought, how about you go to a party with somebody other than just people you hang out with? Just your political ilk. I did that. I did that for decades. I lived in Minneapolis. Uh, almost all of my friends were liberal. I lived in Cincinnati. Almost all of my friends were liberal. I lived in Washington, D.C. Dear God in heaven, almost all of my friends were liberal. We moved away, and I became a full-time conservative talk show host. And oddly enough, I don't get calls from my supposed friends anymore. I don't get birthday wishes from my supposed friends anymore. Because they put politics above friendship. And that, my friends, is pathetic. Because I have never unfriended someone for a Facebook post. I have never unfriended someone for a Twitter post. It's absurd.
And if you can't defend your own ideas on their merits and you need to have the opposing view shut down, then seriously, you need to reconsider your freaking views and living in another country for crying out loud. I not want to be anywhere near that. Am I, am I crazy, Matt? No, no, you're right. And what, what happens to the advertising? I mean, if there's no moderation or little moderation, do the right. advertisers stay away? What does that do to the... So now we've already heard the left saying that uh, women of color, no, women and people of color are in danger. Now we hear that there will be no moderation whatsoever and hate speech will fly around. Uh, we, hate speech is going to make a comeback. All of these, these are three giant uh, weapons that the left uses on every damned issue. Let's listen to the beginning of this idiotic analogy again. Look, who knows? I, I think that's, a, a, that's, a, that's a, an example of a broader question for Twitter, which is, if you, uh, if you get invited to something where there are no rules, where there is total freedom uh, for, for everybody, do you actually want to go to that party? Yeah, I want to go to the party. I, I want to go to the party because I can defend my beliefs wholeheartedly with facts and common sense. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy when that happens? There are days that I go, what the hell, Siri, but I say worse things. And I look at the United States and where we're going and where we've been and what's happening in the country. And I, then I realize that uh, we're winning. We're winning. So when someone comes up and says, I'm really afraid for the country, do you suppose we'll be able to come out of this? That's the number one question. Are we going to come out of this? Not only do I believe that we will, I have to believe that we will. I have to believe that we will. And I am going to fight like a bleep, a bleep, a bleep, bleep, bleep to make sure that we do. And I'm not here to trample on anybody's rights. I'm not here to trample on anybody's free speech. All I'm asking for is the ability to be heard on places like Twitter and let me present my ideas in the arena of ideas and let my arguments and my common sense and my thoughts and my reason win the argument. This is from the, uh, the story, and I'll read more from the story tomorrow. I just, I have a pile of prep that is literally just, it, it looks like uh, if you took War and Peace and you did, uh, you know, five copies and whatever. Anyway, in rare convergence, American voters are not merely unhappy with their political leadership, but a Washington fears about economic security, border security, international security, and even physical security. And, and there's a lot to be afraid of. There is a lot to be afraid of. But look at how we're winning. Black Lives Matter is under investigation right now. Twitter has been purchased by Elon Musk. Title 42 is on hold. Hunter Biden's laptop has been proven to be real. Russia collusion was proven to be fake. The, the mask mandate is no longer in effect right now. CNN Plus did a face plan after three weeks. The Virginia elections. CRT was essentially voted out of schools and parents nationwide are speaking out against critical race theory and gender nonsense. Oh, and then let's talk about Disney. Disney's going to hell in a handbasket too. So look at all the victories that we've had just in the last couple of weeks. Just in the last couple of weeks. The class of 1968, their dreams, 54 years in the making are going down in a ball of flames. Here is MSNBC talking about uh, social media and what could happen to Twitter. You own all of Twitter or Facebook or what have you. You don't have to explain yourself. 
You don't even have to be transparent. You could secretly ban one party's candidate or all of its candidates. Donald Trump got removed from Twitter a year ago. There are countless political candidates and politicians who are conservative who've been banned. MTG is one of them. This happens on Twitter. This happens on Facebook. This happens on YouTube. All of its nominees, or you could just secretly turn down the reach of their stuff. and turn That's happening to me right now on one of my Facebook pages. What they do is they turn down your reach, and then they say you can't be monetized. Who is this moron? Turn up the reach of something else, and the rest of us might not even find out about it till after the election. Like the Hunter Biden laptop. Isn't that weird? It, and, and the story was presented about three weeks before the election of 2020, and Twitter decided not to run the story. It was verboten. And the people who only pay attention to Twitter and the mainstream media had no freaking clue that Hunter Biden's laptop even existed. Elon Musk says this is all to help people because he is just a free speech, philosophically clear, open-minded helper. This is so audacious. I'm not even sure if he's for real. I, I don't know if he is. Um, I mean, what he's saying is outrageous. I don't know if it's for propaganda purposes. I don't know if he's that clueless. I can't believe a news organization would have him on the air. I mean, he can say what he wants, but he's so patently false and outrageously false. It's not even funny. Real quick, let's go to Alice in Catonsville. Hello there, Alice, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Your thoughts. Hi, Rob. Um, so thank you for taking my call. I just want to say I really appreciate hearing you say that you're not going to give up, because, especially because it's, it's very reminiscent of what Rush Limbaugh would say, because people would call him up and they'd say, okay, Rush, when do we panic? When do we jump ship? <laughs> You know, when, when, when should we just give up and, and try to, you know, start another colony, you know, another, yeah, I know. I know. another country somewhere? And, and, you know, by you saying that, you know, you're not giving up or whatever, that just reminds me so much of, of it is a great comfort because Rush would say, you know, that it is never a time to panic. Amen, and we Alice. are steady on the ship. We're going to continue Amen. on course. We're going to continue to fight our battles. And, and we are, and I might add, we are better armed intellectually and physically yes. if necessary. But I wouldn't ever uh, <laughs> uh, espouse hard. that. All right, Alice, have Thank a glorious you. day and just hang in there because we're winning. We're winning and we will continue to win because the truth wins. Good wins. Evil loses. Ha ha! Hey guys, it's Carson for Gold Co. I don't think I need to explain that we are in some very difficult times right now with Joe Biden as the president. Inflation and interest rates are Biden's only way out of our $28 trillion federal debt. So if you have $50,000 or more in your IRA, 401k or savings, your money is at risk. All right, learn more about the IRS loophole that thousands of Americans are using to protect their retirement. This is important. Call 855-735-3740. 855-735-3740 to get your free IRS loophole kit. That's right, 855-735-3740. And my friends at Gold Co. will give you up to 10% in free silver with a qualified account. Gold Co. has helped thousands of Americans protect their retirement against inflation, taxes, interest rates, bad presidents. Yeah, I said that out loud. <laughs> so what are you waiting for? 855-735-3740. Call now. Kamala Harris has tested positive for COVID. She's quadruple vaccinated. 
and she is going to isolate after her trip to California. There you go. Another headline. This is from the UK Daily Mail, which is a gift from God. Financial records reveal Biden had $5.2 million in unexplained income. As emails show, he paid Hunter's legal bills for one megabucks Chinese Dale and was tapped as big guy to get another uh, 10% from another. Well, that's pretty amazing. Again, ladies and gentlemen, it looks like we have uh, yet another victory here after all of the years of uh, of defeat that we've experienced all of just the last just the last uh, well since the election of 2020 to be quite honest and and there were some before that but we have a lot to be uh, positive about we have uh, the positivity associated with uh, Elon Musk buying Twitter and not being afraid to post on Twitter for fear of your conservative thoughts being taken down now, if you had espoused hate speech before that, or you, you said that you hated, uh, you know, you called uh, black people the N-word, then that's a speech that needs to be not allowed on, on the platform, if you're going to do that. But a conservative viewpoint is nothing to silence. Absurd on the face of it. And all of the little snowflakes, all of the little candy aisle kids, all of the little candy aisle kids at Facebook, or at Twitter, I should say, are melting down. Melting down. Some expressed hope that Twitter employees would launch a unionization effort. So Twitter users are melting down. Twitter employees are melting down. Uh, People for Bernie, a group that supports Democrat socialist Bernie Sanders, wrote, Twitter employees, may we introduce you to, uh, to the Communication Workers of America? So they want to unionize. It wasn't a big deal before now, but now they want to unionize uh, Twitter's employees. Okay, so there's that. Twitter fears sabotage by left-wing staff after Musk takeover. Developers are blocked from the app after rebellious employees called deal dangerous for democracy. And hysterical liberal social media personalities threat to quit the social media giant. Twitter has blocked its developers from making changes to the app to prevent it from being sabotaged as they go out the door. This This is the kind of hysterical BS that comes from the left. This is what guided the company. This is what made the company a closed club, a faculty lounge that only a few were allowed into. And then it became a complete and utter political tool, which was used in the 2020 election to throw the election. While Mark Zuckerberg over at Facebook spent $400 million to throw the election. We live in an oligarchy, kids. We live in an oligarchy. Twitter has now banned any product updates that are not business critical with the company's vice president required to give approval for any go-ahead, and it comes after many employees dismiss Musk as dangerous to democracy. Rob Reiner doesn't work for Twitter, but uh, of course he was an all-in-the-family, done a couple good movies, including Spinal Tap. He feared criminal Mr. Trump would have his uh, account reactivated. Well, Trump says he's not interested. That was their big concern. Now they're just going after conservatives in general. Elizabeth Warren described the deal as dangerous for democracy. Tweeting, billionaires like Elon Musk play by a different set of rules than everyone else, accumulating power for their own gain. Kind of like the swamp dwellers in Washington, D.C. Except for Elon Musk is actually building things and revolutionizing things. You just lied about being a Native American to get in the good graces of the higher-ups in, in Ivy League education and then use that to get elected to the Senate. She said, we need a wealth tax and strong rules to hold big tech accountable. <laughs> Amnesty International says it was concerned about any potential decision that Twitter may take after must take over to take a laxer approach to tackling hate speech. 
he's he's offered nothing in his life that has said he is a, a hater, a racist, a misogynist, or anything. This is all made up. It's the same crap they throw at people, whether you're a you're a speaker on a college campus or whether you're a politician who is promoting uh, voter uh, security. It's all the same crap. You just give it a different platform and you you call a different group of people the same things. Anthony Romero, executive director of the ACLU, said while acknowledged the tycoon is a card-carrying member. Yeah, did you know that uh, Elon Musk is a member of the ACLU? Yeah, yeah. Uh, This is uh, Anthony Romero. There's a lot of danger having so much power in the hands of one individual. Meanwhile, think tank president Richard Hanania took a swipe at Musk for his lack of a college degree. Listen to this. This This is spectacular. He's a billionaire who doesn't even have a master's degree. Is that who we are going to trust with the future of our democracy? Hey, uh, doofus, um, that uh, billionaire without a master's degree has uh, become the richest man in the world and has revolutionized space travel and electric vehicles without a master's degree. You idiot. I have a feeling that uh, if I was at your average coffee place, probably a 20 to 40% chance the barista has a master's degree. Just saying. Just saying. Twitter initially froze the New York Post main account after it published the story in, uh, of Hunter Biden's laptop and demanded it delete tweets linking to uh, Biden articles and initially justified the ban by citing a prohibition of distributing hacked material before backing down when the story was proven to be legitimate. They used it to throw an election. This is like the robber barons and their big newspapers that uh, in yellow journalism, except for the reach is much bigger. And you don't have to pay for it. Elon Musk tweeted last night, I hope that even my worst critics remain on Twitter because that is what free speech means. What an oligarchical, white supremacist, woman hater. Could you believe those words? Listen to what he just said. This is dog whistle for hate speech. You might as well just put the hood on and light the cross on fire there, there, uh, Elon, because it's clear you are a racist. I hope that even my worst critics remain on Twitter because that is what free speech means. I mean, he might as well be living in South Africa and uh, apartheid, be a ruler down there, honestly. You just should. (laughs) This is fantastic. Oh, you know what's really cool? Elon Musk wants to turn the uh, headquarters in San Francisco into a homeless shelter. (laughs) I love this. I love this. He wants to turn the uh, headquarters of the company into a homeless shelter. Oh, this is just spectacular. Rather than, uh, you know, opening up open-air drug markets in San Francisco like the the mayor of San Francisco has done and ruined people's lives who want to live there in peace, uh, he's suggesting that the actual headquarters be turned into a, a homeless shelter. It is it is just glorious. It's just glorious. And again, it's on the heels of all of these other victories. Uh, Title 42 on hold. Uh, the mask mandate on hold. Hunter Biden's laptop turned out to be real. Russia collusion fake. The real collusion was Hillary Clinton in Russia. Uh, you've got the buyout of uh, Twitter. You've got uh, CNN Plus going down in flames. Uh, you've got uh, uh, unemployment. Well, they say the unemployment is great. You've still got a million, uh, about 1.9 million or 1.9, uh, uh, 7 million people who uh, still have not gotten uh, back to uh, the 
employment rate before uh, COVID. So we've we've got a lot of people returning to the workforce because businesses are opening. I could go on and on. Uh, 8.5% inflation rate, gas prices through the ceiling, and uh, it's all Joe Biden. All Joe Biden, folks. And that's why I, uh, I'm going to play this theme song for you. It's a bad time for Joe. It sucks to be you. If you're a leftist, it sucks too. It sucks to be you. Don't rule the roost anymore. Your polls are way down. You look like a clown. Joe Biden, you're through. But you down. But sock is a tool. Kamala's a fool. You couldn't try harder to be Jimmy Carter. You make him seem cool. Of presents I've seen You're the most obscene son was a schmuck Clinton liked a lie LBJ was mean You've been in D.C. 50 years long On everything You have been wrong It sucks to be you Red states won't turn blue In 22 Come We hold these truths to be self-evident All men and women created by the Go, you know the, you know the thing Nobody else Could be this bad As president You are quite sad Biden, it sucks to be you You have a it sucks to be you. Too bad, so sad. Banana. Here's what conservatives are saying about the buyout of Twitter. Jim Jordan of Ohio, free speech is making a comeback. Actor James Woods, I've never been a proponent of electric cars, nor do I wish to fly in space. That said, Elon Musk is a hero. He proved that capitalism will crush socialism every time. Uh, sports maven Clay Travis said, absolutely monstrous win for free speech on social media. Mathematics whiz and Thiel Capital Executive Eric Weinstein cheered while pointing out, I'm excited to see what happens next. Here's to the future. But one request for Elon Musk, can you use the Twitter logs to show us how our communications were manipulated, who was shadow banned or targeted by bots, how algorithms limit our reach, why were they throttled? That's the next frontier, is to get inside of Twitter and find what these Marxists did to free speech and summarily have them fired, have their uh, compensation packages either canceled or doxxed. Uh, and then uh, uh, publicly humiliated. Let's do that, too. Let's go ahead and throw in... Uh, the public square and uh, egging, I think, would be good as well. Representative Dan Crenshaw uh, predicted the leftist hysteria that could follow the news of Musk's uh, purchase. He said, cue the meltdown. And by the way, it did happen. It did happen. And uh, Hillel Neuer of UN Watch remarked sardonically, I fear Elon Musk could undermine the ideological diversity, equity, and inclusion at Twitter. Uh, there are none of those things at Twitter right now, actually, which currently maintains a careful balance of 98.7% for one side. <laughs> That's true. Thanks for listening today. Please share with others. Make sure to check out my show on Newsmax, which is called Rob Carson's What in the World. If you go to NewsmaxTV.com, you can see the archive if you missed last week's episode. In the meantime, God bless you. God bless our military. God bless our police. 
Remember Ashley Babbitt, and above all, don't catch the stupid. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.